T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. Boy, what a day today we've got for you. The uh, announcement came that uh, there are more positive COVID tests in the NFL, which is not good, uh, obviously. Uh, it does not affect the Green Bay Packers, thank God. Uh, but uh, we have more of that to discuss uh, today, unfortunately. So, uh, you know, the NFL, I, I don't know if this is going to be the big bump in the road that the NFL was expecting. I think the NFL thought that they would get something. But uh, you've got uh, one of the Patriots testing positive. Two more Titans players have tested positive. So you've got some things that are that are not good when it comes to the uh, COVID testing going on right now. In the meantime, the Packers are off. They're on their bye week. Welcome to the program. I'm Bill Michaels, and it's the Bill Michaels Show. Radio Joe Zenzola producing the program. Evan Heffelfinger behind the glass, as always, uh, taking your phone calls. So if you want to get a hold of us, plenty of ways to do so. Go ahead and hit us up. Uh, first of all, 855-830-8648, 855-830-8648. You can also find us over on Twitter at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels. You can follow me there. You can follow Radio Joe at Radio Joe Sports at Evan Heff 25. Facebook, go to facebook.com slash the Bill Michaels show. Look for the blue check mark. You can email us there. You can email us Bill Michaels at BillMichaelsports.com. And uh, find us on the Radio.com app as well. Take us anywhere and every. Many of you finding us on the Radio.com app. So good, good stuff there as well on the uh, Radio.com app. And thanks for listening to us all over. Wherever it is you may be, we certainly appreciate you hanging out with us as well. So positive COVID tests in the NFL. Uh, Stephon Gilmore, the cornerback for the uh, New England Patriots, has tested positive. Now you you start to, you know, at one point it was, okay, one guy, you know, two guys and a team, you can kind of get it. But this is not something that was unexpected, but it's something that could threaten the season or threaten the extension of the season. Because the season, remember, the NFL had already discussed that if it needed to, they could push the season back two, three, four weeks if they have absolutely have to. So we'll see if that comes to fruition or not, but it's something certainly that I would assume the NFL is thinking about. 
as to whether or not they would uh, they would have to do that. Because if you have to start – look, if the Titans get uh, their game – because their facility was supposed to open today, and now the facility is being closed yet again So with two more positive tests. So the Titans don't know when they're going back. Meanwhile, you've got Cam Newton, who was exposed to COVID, and now you got Stephon Gilmore, the cornerback where the Patriots has tested positive for COVID. You just wonder, is it something where it was he was hanging out with Cam Newton or Cam Newton was just exposed to it from somebody else? Um, but regardless, I mean, all the contact tracing the NFL is going to do, I'm sure they're going to get down to the bottom of this, but if guys are out breaking protocols or family members around them are breaking protocol, you just wonder where it's going to go, where it's going to go. I mean, thank God that the, the medical community has gotten a handle on this to the point where the death rate is, is minimal. Is, is is dropping each and every day. So thank God for that. But COVID's still very much a threat in, in our society. So um, now you just got to wonder how deep this is going to go and whether or not they're going to be able to wrap their arms around it and contain it and be able to continue on with the season. So Because you know you're only a couple of positive tests away from shutting a team down and making everybody stay home. And on Sunday, you're not going to get much football. So And obviously that's the selfish side of things when it comes to the fans, but – you understand where it's at. You got Raiders uh, as well, some Raiders that are being affected by uh, by COVID. So, just a tough situation right now for the NFL. Eight five five eight three zero eight six four. And you know what? I, I think a lot of us thought that there would be eventually some type of outbreak within football, the most physically contacted sport um, of the big three that there is. You would have assumed that there would be. Uh, some type of a work stoppage, and because of COVID. And certainly that's what we're dealing with. I guess to this point you say, knock on wood, you're four weeks through the season, you've only had to cancel one game. You know? That's it. You've seen a couple of players that have been quarantined, but for the most part, you're four weeks through the season, and you haven't had to worry about it. Until now. 855 830 Four eight, go ahead and give us a shout. I uh, want to hear from you again. Eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight. Do you think that they're going to be able to pull this season off without any more work stoppages, or without a lengthy, a lengthy work stoppage? Might be the best way to put it. So we can get into that discussion. Uh, but but a lot of stuff to get to today. Good stuff today. Aaron Rodgers talks yesterday, so we're going to. Uh, we're going to hear that conversation. Bruce Gridkowski, remember the uh, former NFL quarterback, pro football focus analyst now, now with the XM uh, Sirius XM Radio NFL Network, uh, going to be joining us coming up here uh, at the bottom of the hour later today. We're going to do kind of a a look back at uh, the Green Bay Packers, or excuse me, at the Milwaukee Brewers and their season, and then discuss the you know the the ramifications of the season and what uh, David Stearns had to say. Because it is the salvo over the bow of the wants and needs list, and we need to discuss, uh, just to get your thought. We'll talk a little bit more about Robert Tanyan. Uh, in addition to that, we got Jason Lockenfora. Jason Lockenfora, Radio.com, Sports NFL Insider. Looking forward to getting him on with us as well today. And then Andy Herman, uh, the Pack-A-Day podcast, PackersReport.com, going to be joining us also. So we got a lot coming up today. A lot coming up today. 855-830-8648. Again, 
888-900-3348. And I uh, want to talk a lot today about some of the things that Aaron Rodgers has to say. We'll talk more about uh, – look, we'll talk more about the Brewers uh, a, a little bit anyway because we're just kind of wrapping up their season. But it's going to be really interesting coming up the top of the hour for the things that David Stearns had to say. And I don't know how that's going to be received by fans. But I will say this. There is a ton of uncertainty right now, and we'll, we'll talk about that. There's uncertainty about our future. Let's be honest. I, I, and I'm not getting deeply philosophical here. All I'm talking about is merely in the realm of sports, but it does pertain to many things in life. You know, the state of Wisconsin, yesterday the governor makes the announcement that bars and restaurants are going back down to 25%. I, I can't I, – I lost track. I think it was like 16 uh, bars and or restaurants that just said that's it. We're, we're going to have to close our doors. We've got 30 days maybe left, and that's that's going to be the extent of it until they have to take the uh, outside seating away, and then they're done. Um, I, so the economic impact is one. And then we don't know where we're going to be come March and April and May. We don't know if they're going to have fans back in the stands for Major League Baseball. Uh, I certainly, the way I understand it from a, a very reliable source, the Fiserv Forum is not going to be opening up anytime soon when it comes to uh, large gatherings, which means Bucks basketball is going to be played in front of – uh, either no fans or very, very, very few fans. Concerts, events, things like that, you know, until the Convention and Visitors Bureau and conventions are back up and hotels are back up. I mean, you know, we, don't wanna, we don't know. We don't know what our future holds when it comes to, to all of that. So we don't know what it's going to be as far as putting fans in the stands for, say, baseball games. You know, what kind of things are going to happen, uh, whether or not, you know, we have uh, anecdotes for, or antidotes for all this. I, I don't know. There's a lot of uncertainty, and that is going to lead to tighter purse strings on every level. Major League Baseball, the NBA, NFL, I mean, you name it, golf, NASCAR, sponsorships, all that kind of stuff. All that kind of stuff. So it's it's going to be a, a very tumultuous time that we have coming up, uh, not only now, but in the future, or further in the future, of not just our own backyard, but our, our nation. So it's, you know, strap yourself in. It may be a, a long and ugly winter. And that's why you hope that things can, at least when it comes to um, sports, that there's a, a sense of normalcy, that they can keep it as safe as possible. And uh, hopefully we have something else to take us away from the daily the daily grind that we're all going through. Uh, 855-830-8648. Wait till you hear what Aaron Rodgers had to say. We'll talk about it. Coming up next on The Bill Michael Show. Wisconsin-wide, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Welcome back. We are glad you are with us. Thanks so much, as always. Uh, this portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. It is nice out. Yesterday, had a chance to play some golf, and uh, I'm telling you, it's uh, from for for October 7th. I'll take it. Hell yeah. Oh yeah. You better believe it. But you know it's coming. You know it's coming. The cold weather's coming, and you hate to say it, but it is. And you've got uh, about another. What, eight days before the 555 deal from Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin ends? 
That's five years, no interest, five months before your first payment, plus 5% bonus savings. That is the 555 deal. And bonus savings, by the way, they apply to windows and doors and installation. So don't put it off anymore. If you've got windows, doors, if you don't feel secure, if you want to beautify your home, add value to your home, or just save money in the wintertime and in the summertime and all year round because you've got great windows and doors in your home, now's the time to do it. Don't put it off. The 5% bonus savings on top of five years, no interest, five months before your first payment. And by the way, that's not until at least February of 2021. You can Pella now and you can pay later. Plus the bonus savings. Just order by October 15th. Stop by the nearby showroom or the Pella Experience Center or you can set up your free consultation right now simply by going to PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com. That's our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Gina Della from Pella. Gina Della from Pella. Aaron Rodgers was on the Pat McAfee show and said, look, when it came to – because everybody's raving about the way he's playing, and they're going, what do you do? I mean, come on. How did you see this coming? He's like, look, I never lost confidence. Let me just say this real quick. And, again, not everything you read is the truth. So part of my story, and, and I, I feel strongly about, is being an underdog is is also that the facts are the facts. And I wasn't six feet coming out of – high school i was 6'2 195 i wasn't this like shrimp of a dude who didn't deserve to like get looks from college i just didn't have anybody looking at me and didn't go to any camps that was part of my story and the reason i say that is because i never lost confidence in myself so the idea that i would Mm -hmm. not have played well at butte never entered my mind the idea that i would not have gone to d1 never entered my mind now, the idea of the NFL was a, was a different concept. I didn't think about that until I sat in Coach Tedford's office in 2003, and we had a face-to-face conversation about uh, I was struggling in camp, and he said, you're stressing out too much. You need to understand you're going to have a great career here and then a great career in the NFL. And that was really the first time I ever thought about being a pro. Um, at the time, it was just about how do I be the best player I can be uh, at the level that I'm at. And that kind of reignited this dream that I had when I was six years old watching Joe Montana on the drive in the Super Bowl take his team 92 yards to win the game. So it's, it's, it's tough to answer your question, Jake, because I never had a thought that I wouldn't be doing this. Now, I feel like intellectually that there are a lot of things that I was interested in, whether it's the law or... Ooh, uh, lawyer Aaron would have been awesome. Mm, lawyer Aaron. Yeah, Imagine yeah, you in a I court. I do enjoy a good debate. AJ knows me. that. But <laughs> it's, it's hard to go down that, that hypothetical journey because I never believed I would be doing anything but this. So that's Aaron's, again, uh, whatever he happens to have in his life that says he can't or diminishes his thought or at least tries to diminish his thought and or ability – he just overcomes, and he says, look, it's the media. It's us. We spin what he says constantly. Bleacher Report got you last week. Did you see the after you told us about you joking with Matt LaFleur, oh. basically saying that your relationship with Matt LaFleur is so good that you actually act as if your speaker doesn't work, and you go like, oh, I can't hear, and you're just joking around with him? They took that completely out of context. Yep. It was like Aaron Rodgers tells Matt LaFleur his speaker isn't working so he can call his own plays, and they called you a savage. I believe this is taken out of context. I mean, yeah, seriously, is anybody surprised? Is anybody <laughs> no, surprised? No. All I guess not. the f***ing media does is write stories to get clicks. So so it doesn't matter. Like, I can give a long answer about something, and they can take a blip of it and write a story about it that has nothing to do with what I was saying. Nobody's going to take the time to, to 
unless you're watching this live to listen to this entire interview they're going to take pieces of it they don't you know and if i'm not doing this in person you can't see you know uh facial expressions or if you're not listening to it, if you're just reading a transcript you can't hear voice inflection and, and tone and inference so that's just the way it is that's why i love doing this because i have a, a platform with you guys and the boys to say whatever i want to speak the truth and like that's going to happen it doesn't matter I, I don't i don't spend any extra time about it i, I find it comical because then we can bring it up and be like this is what we were talking about <laughs> <laughs> it is. yeah it's and he's right he's right it is it is a click world and he's he's 100 percent correct there's no doubt about it and and at the time i think we even discussed that it, it's 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 the fact that he's so comfortable in his skin and in that relationship that that at the time we talked about that that that's just kind of him joking around with the coach, you know. Um, he, by the way, when he was asked about the playoff bubble, once you get to the postseason about quarantining everybody, he said, "Nope, not a fan." Could you see them? Uh, could you see this getting to a point where we start getting scared as the season's nearing the end, and they uh, decide to do a playoff bubble? Oh yeah, a bubble would be awesome, Aaron. Put you guys all in one big hotel, huh? Kind of lock you guys in. Here we go. This one, we'll bring barbers in like the NBA. Get your hair cut. Hey, it'll be great. By the way, you have to pay for all room service that you use. Yeah, I won't. I won't be a big fan of that. <laughs> oh, it'd be awesome if they made you do it. It would be no, awesome. No, no, Pat, come on, don't put that energy out there. No, I'm just saying, like from an outsider yeah, looking in, in general. like oh, like yeah. we would be, we would enjoy the, uh, you know, the cliche answers about how you, just, you you want to see people like frustrated and struggling <laughs> and and uh, claustrophobic and I know well, it's... that's what you want to see. That's what you that's what gets you. No. Get you no, going, huh, Pat? No, I just like to see how people react in those situations. So he's, you know, again, not a fan of doing the bubble thing and heard about the struggles of some of the NBA players, some of the NHL players. So said, eh, you know, football team's obviously much, much larger capacity. Not a fan of being the claustrophobic type. And then he goes on to talk about how people discuss his, quote, off year. Listen to this. The whole conversation was like, he's bagged up, he, he's this. Was the, did you hear that stuff? I would assume you did. You have to in the world that we're in, that you you see that every single day. And do you think being a second year in your offense that you're currently in with the floor is a massive advantage to maybe what was happening last year? I mean, I don't know. Every every team is different. Every year is different. And, you know, circumstances in, in any year which allow you to have more success or, or make it more difficult for success just kind of depends on the situation. Um, it does help being a second year for sure. I feel a lot more comfortable, but you know, I, I, I sometimes laugh when people talk about, you know, down years for me, cause a lot of times down years for me are career years for most quarterbacks. So happy you said that. <laughs> oh my God. That's just like, a, that is, yeah. Drop hey, down. Hey, that was awesome. Good for you, dude. Hey, wow. it's just yeah. the facts, bro. Hey. You didn't make the rules. Hey, you didn't make the stats. These are just how it is. We're just reading them how it is. That's Hey, reality's tough, kids. Listen up. He's right. We've talked about that, where, you know, you have this down year, and if you give that to any other quarterback or many quarterbacks, they take it in a heartbeat. Uh, it's just the fact that Aaron Rodgers has set the standard so high because of his ability and because of his talent that we look at it and go, boy, that's not Aaron Rodgers. So the only measurable you have to go on 
uh, is the statistics. And statistics don't tell the entire story, but he's right. You know, a lot of times a lot of quarterbacks look at that and go, damn straight, that I, I'd take that in a heartbeat. Uh, in the meantime, he was asked about Devontae Adams and the tweet that he put out on Monday morning. Here it is. Devontae Adams yesterday put out a tweet that says, hey, I know my body. It feels like I'm healthy. When you go into a game like last night, did you expect Devontae Adams to play and then it turns out he doesn't? Or was it, hey, whoever we play with, even if it's Big Bob Tanya in Indiana State Sycamore, we're just going to execute? Is that the mindset every single week or do you expect some people to be on the field and then they're not? Well, I think it's both ways, Pat. I think you see him at practice, you see what he's doing, and you're excited about him coming back. And then, um, you know, obviously that was a decision that, really didn't come down to what he was feeling because I think he wanted to play. That was pretty obvious. Um, kind of wish he would have left that tweet up. Um, not sure <laughs> if he got pressure to take it down or not, but um, <laughs> but I I love Devontae, and uh, I'm not going to speak for him, but I will say that I definitely support him and back him uh, 100% um, and look forward to him coming back. And then, uh, last but not least, he also uh, ended up discussing uh, what the offense has to do differently, uh, without giving away you know state secrets here, uh, without Devontae Adams, obviously. When he's not out there, you know we gotta we gotta figure some things out. Obviously, we did last night. You know, I think Matt did a really nice job during the week of coming up with a plan that was uh, a little different than we've done in the past. It was similar to what we did in Kansas City last year, with the amount of stuff we we got the running backs involved with. You know, when you have uh, your, I said last night after the game, but, you know, Jamal Williams, who's our backup running back, who's super talented, you know, but he had eight catches for 95 yards. I mean, that's pretty unbelievable. Like, and a lot of them were him split out. You know, he, he caught a whole shot against cover two, you know, on on, uh, on a rail route. Uh, you know, he caught a number of flat routes. He caught a screen ball. But uh, he was a huge contributor for us. And then, obviously, Aaron Jones does so much for us. Uh, and then, you know, you got Big Bob Tanyan finally getting some opportunities. Mm-hmm. You know, one of those nights, sometimes you have those nights. Uh, you guys wouldn't know it because you guys, you know, weren't skilled players. But um, Wait a sometimes everything kind of – there's no offense, Pat. I love you. You, know, <laughs> you. <laughs> it sounded like it. Uh, yeah. you gotta do it With all due respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, it's a velvet painting of a whale and a dolphin getting on. Go ahead, please. Sometimes, sometimes the universe kind of comes together and – you know, he had uh, a touchdown when the two defenders ran into each other and a touchdown where a guy, like, tackled him. He did a beautiful somersault and got up and nobody was around him. And next thing you know, he got three touchdowns. So there you go. He talks about, uh, talks about obviously, guys that stepped up and take opportunities. So there you go. That was some of the comments uh, made by Aaron Rodgers. And I, I, there's a lot of that stuff I just get um, where a level of frustration can come into it. But then again, you know what? He understands as well. He's a superstar. He's an absolute superstar. So when you say that, you're going to be scrutinized. I mean, one of the things that Brett Favre used to get all the time when Brett Favre spoke, I mean, everybody paid attention. So so you absolutely get it, without a doubt. Uh, 855-830-8648. This portion of the program being brought to you by our friends over there at Quick Trip. At Quick Trip, they have got some prepackaged meals now that they make, just like mom would make. What's for dinner, my friends? They got you covered. Prepared fresh in their kitchen, ready to eat dinner. Uh, you've got fettuccine alfredo and chicken, turkey, potatoes, gravy, beef stroganoff, pork chops with stuffing and potatoes and gravy. You can They, they, they fix them up right there. You can pull them out hot and fresh from your microwave. 
and uh, then freshly made, absolutely delicious, just like mom makes. Take them home, and yet another great uh, great takeaway from our friends over there at Quick Trip. Uh, so why not try them? Just give them a shot. Quick Trip, they've got you covered. Stay tuned. Bruce Gridkowski, the former NFL quarterback, pro football-focused analyst, also part of the Sirius XM NFL Radio Network, joins us. We'll talk about Aaron Rodgers and how good he is coming up next. You're listening to the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. You know, I, I sometimes laugh when people talk about, you know, down years for me because a lot of times down years for me are career years for most quarterbacks. Yes! So happy you said that. Oh, my God. That's just like, a, that is. Yeah, drop it down. That was awesome. Good for you, dude. Hey, wow. it's just yeah. the facts, bro. Welcome back to the program. Aaron Rodgers, correct. A down year for him is a good year for many others, and he's 100% right. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Epoxy Flooring. Done right. Epoxy Flooring, polyurea coatings all over the state of Wisconsin. All you got to do is go to epoxyflooringdoneright.com. That's epoxyflooringdoneright.com, and they can come over, get it done. They warranty it for life. Good people right here in our own backyard. Get a hold of Sean and the gang. Again, go to epoxyflooringdoneright.com. Dot com. Bring him in now, Bruce Gridkowski, former NFL quarterback, pro football-focused analyst, and a Sirius XM NFL Radio Network host as well. Bruce, how you doing? Bill, thanks for having me, brother. I'm doing well. We are uh, enjoying ourselves here because the Packers are undefeated, and Aaron Rodgers makes that kind of comment, saying, hey, look, I'm, <laughs> I'm scrutinized like nobody's business. I, I get what he's saying, I think, where... Uh, it gets interpreted is that we've become so accustomed to these type of numbers that Aaron Rodgers is currently putting up that when it looks different or it doesn't look as prolific that you say, oh, my God, he's having a down season. But he's right for the most part, right, that his down years are some of the career years for other quarterbacks. Oh, absolutely. The the guy's a beast. I mean, just physically talented-wise, the way he can throw the football, uh, you don't see anyone like him. I mean, I think the next guy like him is, is probably Patrick Mahomes talking about the different deliveries they have, the way they can sling it, and, and really you have to guard every blade of grass. I mean, I think uh, the next guy's Russell Wilson. You know, so the year uh, Rodgers is having right now, it's, it's unbelievable. For us at PFF, he's 95.5 passing grade, uh, 15 big-time throws. Him and Russell Wilson tied with, with 15 big-time throws. Uh, it's just impressive, man. I mean, you could go through all the numbers last week and week four, you know, when he's targeting running backs and tight ends, he's 20 of 20 for 241 yards and four touchdowns. So when I see a stat like that, though, I think of the coaches, right? I think Matt LaFleur and Nathaniel Hackett, those guys are doing a tremendous job. I mean, switching personnel, groupings, you know, getting four verticals with three running backs in the game. I mean, giving opportunities downfield for Rodgers to just execute, and the guy's really playing at a high level. And the most important stat that I love, is zero turnover-worthy plays right now. So he's protecting the football as he's just shredding defenses. So I look at uh, what Rodgers is doing, and we obviously – there. I don't think there's any team in the NFL right now that is approaching perfect. I think everybody has their flaws, specifically in the NFC. And we talk so much about who's going to be the representative because we're already looking over that fence with a quarter of the season gone. Um, we know that the defense on both the Seattle Seahawks and the Green Bay Packers uh, are flawed. Uh, 
But when you look at those two teams, are those two teams the cream of the crop of the NFC right now, or are we now learning that Tom Brady is going to have something to say about it? Well, I definitely think you have to think Tom Brady's going to be in the mix, right? I mean, I just just with his mentality, what he's done is in his career, you know the team he's on is going to be competitive. So you can't count that them out. But I think the way the Seahawks and the Packers are playing right now, they're playing better than anyone. I think the Saints, you know, got a little more momentum last week, you know, offensively. But they're still not where, you know, the Seahawks and, and uh, Packers are. And then, you know, I mean, the, the Niners have had a tough run at it. But I'll tell you what, one team that I do like and I've been liking it is the Rams. I think Jared Goff and that offense, Sean McVay, uh, a lot of misdirection. I love the bootlegs, the play action. I really think Goff's playing at a high level this year, and they're kind of sliding under the radar. So I think they could be a team as well that is going to be around the top once playoff uh, contention comes around. I, I like what the Packers are doing. Talk about how much more dynamic. Two years now removed into the second season, I should say, a removed from the Mike McCarthy offense. Tell me how different, how dynamic this has become. Yeah, I mean, I just think it's, you know, Matt LaFleur, Nathaniel Hackett. You know, Nathaniel's dad, Paul Hackett, was my quarterback coach in Tampa and with the Raiders. So I just know the family. I know they love and care about football, but also they make it fun. And you could tell – that's what Aaron Rodgers is doing right now. He's having fun, you know, while, while they're just playing well. And a lot is said with playing with confidence and having fun while you do it. And then Matt LaFleur with, with his just schematics and the way he designs his offense and the mo- shifts motions and, and just how they flood one side of the field with three running backs and they're all running verticals. I mean, you know, that was just something that really stood out to me last week. And so I think, they're just really all well, working well together, um, and the culture they have is good. I think Rodgers is playing at a high level, but also, you know, like I said, they're having fun while they do it, you know, and hopefully uh, this bye week doesn't, you know, have them get complacent and think the season's over because we're only through one quarter of the season, but I think Green Bay is off to an awesome start. You're right about being through a quarter of the season. Obviously, there's more COVID tests today that uh, turn up positive. We've got one in the uh, Patriots organization, Raiders, Titans. Um, I know that the NFL didn't expect to get through an entire season COVID-free. I I understand that. Uh, Is this now something where at first it was the Titans and now you've got more alarm bells going off? That uh, there, there's, you know, should this snowball unfortunately start rolling downhill, that that's uh, that's a real concern as far as being able to not only complete the season, but the health and safety of everybody else. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think that's that's something to be concerned about. You know, we we see what's going on with the Titans, and it's just hard because there's so many guys in that facility, not even the players, but coaches, the training staff, uh, you know, the 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 personnel department. There's so many people in and out of that facility every day that it's really hard. And once it gets in the facility, man, it's just – I think the NFL has done a tremendous job of trying to track it and really put these protocols in place. But I'll tell you what, just, you know, playing the game, when you're in that locker room and you're on the field, you forget about it, right? You just, you're just playing because, honestly, during a game on Sunday, Sunday night, Monday, whenever you play, you can't be thinking about COVID when you're on the field. You have to be thinking about – everything you could possibly do to win the football game. So that's also started to translate after the game. You know, when you're used to going up to buddies you see 
or congratulating them or, or saying good game or going up to a coach you know. So now the interactions after ball games is scary. I've, I've been saying it for weeks. I don't see the point of it, right? I mean, why? I, I know you're playing against each other, and a lot of guys are, you know, right up against each other throughout the whole game. So you figure, oh, it'll pass that way. Well, look, why have an assistant coach, you know, go up to another assistant coach on the other sideline after the game to say hi? Why have a player go up to another player that, I mean, you saw the picture of Patrick Mahomes and Gilmore. I mean, they're not that close during the game unless unless Gilmore's on a you know a corner blitz or something or ha- happen mm-hmm. happens to be around Mahomes. So I just think that they really have to see what's going on now. And really, if you're a coach, you got to instruct your team. Look, man, we have to do the best that we can to try to minimize this because it is going to surface itself. I mean, you're seeing it now. It is going to come to light. But the team with the best leaders and protocols are going to get through it and, and stay the most healthy as they can. Uh, there's Kansas City in the uh, AFC. Who else? Is Buffalo for real? Do we finally look at the Buffalo Bills and go, okay, this is legit? I, I think you have to. I mean, the way Josh Allen is playing right now is, has been super impressive. You know, through four weeks of the season, uh, he, he's our fourth-graded quarterback with a passing grade of 89.9, 11 big-time throws. I think he's crushing it. In the intermediate passing, you know, this past week, 95.8 grade for us. He was, you know, 6-6, six 87 yards, two big-time throws and a touchdown. So I just think that offense, uh, they're doing a really good job of, of doing what's comfortable for Josh Allen. I think he's a big physical guy. He could get out of sacks. So now with a play-action pass, he has the opportunity to chuck the ball downfield but go through easy progressions. And what I'm seeing him do really well is get to that check down. And that's if he continues to do that and understand he doesn't have to make the big play on every down, he's going to put his team in better situations throughout a football game. And I've noticed with his release a little bit, he looks very comfortable and smooth in the pocket. The ball is coming out of his hands a lot more comfortable this year. And sometimes guys mess with the angle of the release, you know, more over top, sideways, you know, a sideways like shortstop thrower or more three quarters. And I see it coming out three quarters right now. And I think that's working for him because he's throwing the ball pretty well. You're going to have some of the turnover-worthy plays from him. You're going to have some missed passes. But I'll tell you what, he should really own the fact of playing how Big Ben did early on in his career and being able to extend plays and make those big plays, but also try to protect the football. And Sean McDermott's a really good head coach. So I do. I, I think the Bills are for real. Bruce, appreciate the time. I always uh, enjoy talking to you, and we'll get you back on soon, okay? Yeah, thanks, Bill. Have a good week. You too, pal. Talk to you soon. Bruce Gridkowski, former NFL quarterback, pro football focus analyst, uh, and saying, look, Aaron Rodgers rating the highest right now. One of the best ratings he's had when it comes to his, uh, his ability to not only get rid of the football, but downfield plays, also plays where he's not putting the football in harm's way. Uh, straight from the analysts regarding Pro Football Focus, also with Sirius XF, uh, XM NFL Radio. Joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline, Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard, they treat you fair. 80-plus years, they've been doing it. Call them, 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com. Tomorrow night, Bill Michael Suttle. It's brought to you by Bud Light Seltzer. We are going to have on the huddle uh, Scott Gridkowski. 
who is going to be joining us. He is going to, uh, or Scott Grodsky, I should say, not Gridkowski. Scott Grodsky is going to be joining us from CBS 58. And Earl Arms, who used to work over there as well, still uh, in the area doing some stuff. So we're going to talk with those guys tomorrow night, talk some Packers football as well as the rest of the NFL. So uh, make sure you tune in tomorrow night, 6 to 8, for the Bill Michaels Huddle. we got more. We're going to talk about some baseball awards coming up next. Border to Border, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Yes, that is a Michael Jackson song, but if you did not know, that uh, guitar riff in there is Eddie Van Halen, who passed away yesterday at the age of 65 after battling cancer for quite some time. But uh, sad, sad to, man, I'll tell you what, uh, that first uh, Van Halen album was fantastic, and the uh, the self-entitled Van Halen album, and I, I'll never forget, that was one of the best. I used to have, well, I started out with a cassette. I was not the 8-track guy. I didn't have that, but I had the cassette in the car, and, man, we wore that thing out. Loved Van Halen. Oh, I still do. I mean, it's not like I'm going to quit listening to him, but... Eddie Van Halen passing away uh, at the age of 65 after battling cancer for quite some time. Uh, 855-830-8648. So uh, we're going to talk with Adam McCalvey of Brewers.com and MLB.com coming up after the top of the hour. But, uh, you know, look, it was not a great season for the Milwaukee Brewers in terms of record. They did get to their third consecutive postseason appearance, and in doing so, the local baseball writers uh, got together, and they always hand out the local awards. And uh, Corbin Burns and Devin Williams, they, uh, as Adam McAlvey had, writ, uh, had wrote, uh, they split the top two team awards um, handed out. And uh, Burns was voted the Brewers' most valuable player. Corbin Burns had a hell of a year this year. Absolutely hell of a year. And by the way, he was the first pitcher since CeCe Sabathia to win that honor. Uh, Devin Williams gets the most valuable pitcher honor so both mvps but they split them in different ways uh, in other awards infielder jeff jerko uh he was named the top newcomer eric yardley won the unsung hero award and josh Lin- josh lindblom uh he won the good guy award so um burns finished uh, second in strikeouts per nine innings at 13.3 and fourth in era among nl pitchers who worked at least 50 innings but a left oblique injury Sustained in his final regular season start left him one out shy of 60 innings that he needed to rank among the qualifiers for ERA title. Just an inning. And why a pitcher over uh, a hitter for the seventh time in club history and for the first time really since CeCe Sabathia, uh, the Brewers in the postseason back in 2008. Because the Brewers' sputtering offense had four players in Yelich, Jerko, uh, Orlando Garcia, and uh, Abiasal Garcia in a virtual tie at 0.7 war numbers. It just, the offense stunk. You know, so you can look at certain players and you can say, yeah, defensively, maybe this guy or that guy played pretty well. And you can look at other things. But the bottom line was the offense stunk. One of the big bright spots for the Milwaukee Brewers this year was indeed their pitching rotation. And then you looked at Corbin Burns, you looked at Woodruff, you looked at some of the guys that were throwing the ball pretty well. Devin Williams, certainly. Uh, Josh Hader threw the ball pretty well again this season. So you look at the, the, the guys that 
you know, kind of statistically had the best numbers, and just the eyeball test told you, and Burns and Williams, both both guys that excelled this year. So, And we're going to talk more about this coming up here after the top of the hour with uh, Adam McCalvey at Brewers.com and MLB.com. He's going to be joining us, and we'll ask him, uh, because he also had a chance to talk to David Stearns, and some things that David Stearns had to say kind of makes you go, hmm, but it's understandable. It, you're not going to like it, but it's understandable. I don't want to make excuses. Uh, I'm going to basically express the reality of the situation. And it sucks. It sucks, but it is what it is. You know, you kind of figure you you got you to gotta do your due diligence to, to, to build this thing. Are we using the R word? No. They're not in a rebuild. But if you want to say retool, reshape, remanufacture, mm, yeah. But they're not starting from scratch, but... Uh, we'll, we'll talk more about that coming up here in just a little bit. Hey, by the way, the Van Horn Automotive Group, I had uh, a whole group of them from uh, Van Horn here today, as a matter of fact, going over my new truck and and doing some things uh, uh, commercially. And just a great group of people, which is the reason I've, I've done it with them four times now as far as buying vehicles, four different vehicles, the Dodge Ram, the F-150, uh, the Genesis uh, that I bought, and then the, the new truck. Uh, which is the Chevy Silverado. And, look, no gimmicks, no pressure to sell or trade or anything like that. If you want to sell your car to them, do it without the challenges of posting it online. They're looking for that as well. Still, you know, if you got people wanting to come over just to take a look around or processing titles or plate registries, forget about it. Just take it to them, and they can give you the Kelly Blue Book instant cash offer right then and there. You can do it online as well and click on the uh, icon Sell My Vehicle, and they'll give you the same you know, you give them the vehicle description and all the different information. I'll tell you what it's worth kind of right there. And if you're looking about finance, when it comes to service, who does that? Service? Don't put it off any longer. If you've got something wrong with your car and you need to get it fixed, 0% APR for 12 months on any repair up to 2000 bucks. The application's quick and easy, and it's available at any one of their service centers. So see them all. Go to VanHornAuto.com. And by the way, they're, wink, wink, continuing to grow. Wink, wink. They're getting bigger. They're about to give birth to another one. Uh, but you can find a car, finance a car, trade in a car, all of it. Go to VanHornAuto.com. That's VanHornAuto.com. Again, VanHornAuto.com. Take a look around. Family-born and employee-owned. VanHornAuto.com. Adam McCalvey at Brewers.com and MLB.com. Good talk some baseball. Going to talk, uh, and you're going to hear about what David Stearns had to say. And like I said, you may not like it, but it's reality. More of the Bill Michael Show is next. Sixteen stations strong. The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.